Hey everyone, it's Adam, the referee for Two Past Midnight. First of all, I just want to say welcome to episode 83. To everyone that's listened so far, thank you so much. For everyone that's been following us on Facebook or Twitter or joining us on our Discord channel now, thank you very much. It's been great being able to interact with everybody out there. If you haven't yet, check out our Dork to Extras feed. We have some actual plays we've done of Delta Green of Cyborg, of Into the Odd, plus some interviews with uh, game creators. Also, if you haven't checked us out on YouTube yet, check us out there. We've started doing videos. Uh, we have some videos up of Dragonbane, where we had guests like Steve Power, our friend in the north, and Willow from the RPG Goblin. Also, we did an actual play of a game called Die Laughing. We brought on the guys from Pink Fohawk. We had a blast with them. And uh, also, we're currently doing a playthrough of The Walking Dead. So if you want to, check that out on there. Also, I want to give a special shout-out and thank you to all of our patrons so far. We've been upgrading some of our recording equipment with Patreon money. That's pretty much exactly where it ends up going. Currently, we've upgraded Kyle's microphone, mostly because it's a huge pain in my ass to edit the audio for it. And also because if it's not a pain in my ass to edit the audio for it, it makes my job easier, which then speeds up the process, which hopefully gets it so we can get more content out there to everyone. So thank you very much for everyone that's been supporting us. If you're not, you can find our Patreon, Dork Day Afternoon, and uh, the link should be in the show notes somewhere. It'd be great if you would join us there. Currently, as the rewards for it, we have early releases of our audio-only playthroughs or being able to be there live for our video playthroughs plus audio-only versions of our video content that we've done. So currently on our Patreon, we have the cleaned-up audio version of our live recordings of things like The Walking Dead, for example. So if you'd like to, you can support us there. If not, and you want to just keep listening to this, that's fine, too. Lastly, before we dive into this episode, I just want to say anyone that's listened to us this long after the last 82 episodes, I'm sure knows that we don't shy away from realism or at least like the grim realities of, of war sometimes. So there may be times in some episodes occasionally where things get a little bit dark. And uh, when the dark realities of war or, you know, modern warfare come into the story, I try to treat it as delicately as I can without necessarily wallowing in it. So just be forewarned, sometimes things might get a little bit dark. So uh, thank you all for listening and uh, enjoy the show. Previously on Two Past Midnight. He's just going to like sit on the stoop and hope that they come back. You notice to your east a plume of black smoke. I'd like to stealthily try to enter the back of the home. I want to try to disarm him. And then he's going to try to hit you with the shotgun again. You take two points of damage. (laughs) I'm telling him. I will continue to hold overwatch on the window. You feel on the back of your head a muzzle. Hey, son, why don't you drop that weapon? And we can all have a nice little conversation. Yeah? And that kid's like, you can go fuck yourself in Polish. And uh, shoots at that dude. initiative cards again fuck it I'm gonna keep the same initiative because it's more interesting that way you could just give him mine I'm not using it 
Well, I'm going to let him keep his, and then I got to give these guys a new initiative. So, all right. So, kid shoots the shotgun. Emmett, what are you going to do? Um, how close are we to the house? I mean, oh. you're about ten meters away from the house now. Ten meters from the house. Yeah, he was taking you towards the house, and kid shot from the top window upstairs. Um, I will run basically to the house up against the house. Okay. Also, the guy was directly behind you with the rifle. So I just want to tell you that too. The one that just shot? No, he didn't shoot. He got shot at. Okay. But he's right behind you with the rifle. Okay, then I will hold my action. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. I will. I guess I'll stay put for the moment. Okay, so you're just not going to do anything? You're just going to stand there? Uh, I mean, I've got a guy who's got a gun pointed to my back, and I don't know what kind of hair trigger he's got, so if I do anything, it's no longer the kid up top. It's going to be me, depending on who he sees as the most threat, so I will stay put for the moment. Right. Okay. Meta, I'm going to tell you that their initiative's after yours. Okay, well, uh, see, yeah, nope, still. If you got a guy with a gun to your back... Even if the other guy shoots, I'm still going to probably stay put, knowing that <laughs> Okay. the other guy's got a gun still to me until he moves that gun. I'm not moving anywhere. Okay. All right. So these people behind you are going to open up on that top window. Yeah. All right. So they open up. You hear from behind you as multiple rounds go off, and you no longer feel the barrel directly behind you because they're all shooting up at the window. Run! But that kid ducks out of the window. What do you want to do? I want to move up to the house. Like, back. Okay, so you go running for the house. Yeah, basically just back up against the side of the house so that for somebody to shoot me, they've got to basically come out the window and aim straight down. Okay. And then I will take cover basically right there up against the house. I mean, it wouldn't be from those two. It would be from behind me. Oh, yeah. No, as you go and you put your back up against the house, you see four people there. Ooh, four. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what kind of campaign are you doing here? We'll do it. Oh, let me read the card to you guys that I haven't read yet. So this was the card. Just so that you can understand, like, the full implications of it. A farm with three children, 10 to 15 years of age. Uh, living in it. Their parents left months ago to find help. The kids have 2d6 of rations, of oh, domestic rations, and one shotgun with one reload. They're suspicious, but can be appeased with a persuasion roll. If the PCs leave... Oh, crap. You failed, <laughs> you failed your it. persuasion roll. <laughs> they can is, be. You can just rolled be, for shit. As long as you don't roll crappy. <laughs> I don't believe it. And then keep pushing it. If the PCs leave, a band of PC times two marauders will show up and approach the farm, and they will attack the kids unless stopped. So, these are those marauders now. Awesome. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure how this one's going to play out yet. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> so, what do you what do you think, uh, Jeremy? If we fast forwarded with Stanislav and Harrison, what you all would be doing. What is your intention? 
trying to barter shape charge to get back into Krakow, if if need be. Um, but getting back into Krakow to get to the church and then attempt to secure passage to Bremerhaven from there. Um, okay. By whatever means, either directions or convoys or just gathering in, essentially going back to Krakow in this short period of time mm-hmm. and trying to gather inver- information in relative safety. Okay. Cause I kind of want to fast forward with them a little bit to get them at to least to the same up. day, the same time frame. So we're For sure. dealing with the same, um, mm-hmm. apples and apples. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not flashing forward and backwards. So oh, apples. <laughs> so I'm going to say, so you can make it back to Krakow. Um, that I already, very nice of you. Yeah. Uh, driving roles, I guess, actually, who was, who was driving? Was it Harrison or Harrison was driving? Yeah. I, I like driving. Okay. So you're driving back to Krakow. So give me two driving roles. Oof, no successes. I would like to push that. Okay. Two successes. Okay. And one more. One success. Okay. So, yeah, so you make it back to Krakow, and we see them at the gate, and it's kind of a, if this was a movie, it'd be like a musical montage where we kind of, there's music playing, and we see uh, Stanislav talking with the guards, and it'll interject depending on how his uh, persuasion role goes. So go ahead, Jeremy. Persuasion role. Yep, yep. Stand by. A six. Skin of my teeth. I'm going to say with exchanging it for the um, the shape charge, you're, like, you're able to actually sell that to them. Okay. As like a, a means to get in. We try to get in, and they, they require the shape charge as fee. Yeah. Deal. Okay. Jeremy, what's your persuasion? Just curiosity. It's a flat A. It's a thing that I was going to increase once Stanislav finally slept, but that is yet to happen. <laughs> so Harrison's got a flat B. That's why I was just curious. Yeah. All right. So we see them coming into town. Uh, where were you going to go? Were you going to go back to the church or something? Back or? to the church. Yeah. Fa- Father McIntyre. McIntyre. Okay. You go back to the church. Uh, Father McIntyre is not there. You don't see him around. They said, oh, he left earlier. They said he was headed to Old Town, and um, he should be back later on. That, that is okay. That is okay. Do you, does the church still provide sanctuary for travelers? Uh, and you're actually talking to this nun that lives there and, um, like, at the church. Not at the church, but, you know, whatever. The little abbey out back. Abbey? Is that where nuns stay? Or... I think that's right. Either way, she's at the church. And she's like, <laughs> whatever it's called. I'm not Catholic. <laughs> I feel like every episode, wherever there's Catholic stuff, should start with, I'm not Catholic. <laughs> I'm not Catholic. I don't know. So, yeah, so they actually, she lets you stay at a in a small room in the back. A covenant is a place where nuns live. That sounds like, isn't that witches? No. no a, a coven? Is that... Convent. Convent. Sorry. No, convent. Yep. <laughs> Read that too quick. Did we just confuse witches <laughs> and rooms? <laughs> but the, the, con- like the, the convent is like where 
where nuns go to like uh, learn to like girls go to learn to be nuns. No, but that's uh, I think look, they I stay. D- <laughs> in, this is a terrible trail we've walked down. <laughs> yeah, I think they I think they stay in like a like the abbey or whatever. I think the con. Uh, you know, regardless, it's moving Catholics. along. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Catholic. I don't moving know. Moving along. <laughs> I love how we just spent like four minutes figuring out the wording. <laughs> and still probably didn't get it right. <laughs> still got it wrong. <laughs> We're still way off. Anyway, so the, yeah, so they let you have a room in the back, and you wake up the next day, uh, Harrison and Stan Swaff, and you still don't see Father McIntyre back. Okay. Um, what would it be? I mean, it's it's kind of a um, I don't know if it's a a throwback from other games, but what would it be to gather in, intel or information about passage to Brimmerhaven? Is is there a role, or is that just strictly role play at that point? Um, I mean, we could make up some shit. If anything, it'd be persuasion. You know what I mean? I'd say probably... Oh, shit. Sorry. We rested. I would like to... Spend your XP. Go ahead. Spend my XP. Please, Harrison, Anthony. if you have anything you want to spend it on... Hold on, everybody. So Jeremy's going to spend XP. <laughs> <laughs> it happens this, so rarely. No, this has never happened, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think Wait. it's ever happened. Huh? I think Brian's right. I believe Brian is right. <laughs> because every time you've gotten... Your uh, horde yeah. of of uh, challenge of coin, challenge coin, you know those XP points. You've kept them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. right, yeah. And all your other XP has died. died with the character. With the character, yeah, without being used. <laughs> Brian's one hundred percent right. I don't know if you've spent it at this point. You're the reason XP coins came into existence <laughs> you because are. your XP kept dying. <laughs> I, I am the reason for challenge coins. He he may have spent a on Stanislav before though. Like, no, no, no I've, oh, okay. I've, this is the first time I've. This is a milestone. I just wanted to not like breeze past this. Like, Wait, what episode on. is this? This little goblin is about Wait. to spend stuff. Eighty-three. This is episode eighty-three. This is like eight, episode eighty-three now, yeah. and I'm finally quote unquote leveling up a character, <laughs> <laughs> spending any XP other than on like a re. We've been playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> for a year and a half now, and Jeremy is finally spending XP on a character. He's finally investing in this game. Hold on. Today, this day, is January 3rd in real life. And that's that's a year and a half. Easily. Because yeah. yeah. we started... Yeah. It's almost two years now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> almost two years of us actually playing this No, game. not Twilight 2000. Cause we almost. Twilight it was like April. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. April before February, release. March, April... That's three. We're, we're a quarter away from it. That's next quarter. Yeah. And you're just now finally actually using XP ever. I, I, f- I finally have a character that's survived. But it, it, the irony is he doesn't want to. <laughs> um, that's that was the key. That's finally what unlocked the character. Yeah, that that was the key to this the to leveling up a character is he doesn't want to survive, and the game the game makes you do the thing you don't want to do. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, Harrison's only oh, got five shit. XP um, because he used five before on getting a D in medical aid, so he will mm-hmm. keep them. You can spend challenge coins for as XP. Remember, 
for leveling up. Just to remind you. Yeah, well, Murph needs... Murph is sitting in a farmhouse completely by himself with no weapons. Covered in burn marks and one point of damage left before being in incapacitated. And it's but Harrison doesn't have anything that he can take from a nothing to a D that he has done successfully. I meant if you added another five from your challenge coins, you would have ten. That would be you. taking a D to a C. That's true. Or not. I don't care. Uh, he'll, he'll or, what, what is it to learn a new uh, specialty, Jeremy? Ten. And you also have to have a teacher. You could have Polish. <gasps> Stanislav has been teaching you Polish. You could spend the 10 experience points and get native Polish speaker, which is ridiculous like if you consider the amount of time. <laughs> oh, it's absurd. It's absurd. But. I would like to, but Murph, Murph has 16 XP and he needs four of the challenge coins to take his recon from a B to an A. So that he can see what's coming to kill him? <laughs> so he can see <laughs> what's... Yeah, exactly. He's a survivor. He'll live. Will he? <laughs> I hope so. You know, he has to eat to um, heal too, right? Mm. He has the stick of calm. Linguist is the persuasion specialty. Yeah. By the way. Okay, so Harrison's not spending any. Can you increase that to be a cunning linguist? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you're being persuasive with language, I think that would be cunning linguist. A linguist. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. That was a slip of the tongue. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of edit it out, double down. <laughs> <laughs> What would that specialty be? <laughs> that Just one really got Brian. <laughs> <laughs> that made my whole night right there. <laughs> now we can all die. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Chris. What was your question? If I were to take the 10 points to learn Polish, which I mm -hmm. actually is a good idea, and it's canon because we did say that he was teaching Harrison Polish from the book. Mm -hmm. Um. What is that specialty? Uh, it would be linguist, is what it is. Okay. So what it said, I yeah, I, it's linguist. It and it says you know a la another language of your choice well enough to be taken as native on a successful persuasion roll. Yep. Which, considering Shepherd's flock, but I don't have persuasion. You have empathy, though. Yeah, you have empathy of yeah, B. Yeah. And that's that's to pass as being Polish. Yeah. And I would count that as also meaning like now he knows Polish. Right. So then at that point, you get to basically hear Polish mm -hmm. for the rest of the game. Yep. Yeah. That is and, unbelievably huge. <laughs> and also wear street clothes and be like, I'm native. <laughs> I, I left my papers I'm, at the apartment. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. Please don't nail me to a fucking cross and set me on fire. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it's your character. It's your choice. I, you don't have to spend them. No, yeah, no. you don't have to. I just pointed it out because you guys had been building the learning Polish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, learning an entire language in a week is ridiculous. But yeah. Well, I mean, retcon wise, 
we could say it's like phrases. Like he's been around it enough that he's kind of picking up on it. Okay. You know, and it's more like what you've taught him is how to say things with the right accent. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's not that he's necessarily going to be like, I could carry on a complete full conversation now. You know what I mean? But like, it's enough that his accent's right. And he, he can few fake words it. that he, yeah, he could fake it not well enough. And we'll just, you know, whatever. It totally fits. Like I, I wanted to save the challenge coins for Murph, mm-hmm. but it fits canon. Uh, wait, did we just convince you to, to burn these challenge coins to gain the linguist? Yes. This is so amazing. I fucking love the Harrison and Stanislav duo. That's awesome. I'm, I'm a big fan. It is an odd couple. But it but it, it, it totally fits. Like, you've been teaching him Polish throughout this time and reading the book to him and everything. And yeah, apparently you're a good teacher and he wanted to learn so he can communicate in your native language. I still have to roll a persuasion roll. Yeah, yeah. And if he fails it, you don't lose the XP points either. So if he fails that, you still have them and you could yeah. try again later. Be- before you burn them, let me roll it real quick. Yeah, if the yeah. ref so, is okay with that. Yeah, so I'll give those back to you, Chris, the ones that you drew out of there. So Okay. Well, if. I got a 10 and a 5. Holy fuck. <laughs> Stanislav is brilliant teacher. Yeah. Never mind. I won't give you those ones back. <laughs> I, I speak Polish now. That's awesome. It's fucking great. M- M- Mr. Stan, you, you've been doing a good job teaching me Polish. Thank you. You are you are picking it up very well. I believe I bet you have some Polish blood in you. Yeah? Actually, you know what? To, to make it a more dramatic scene, this is what happens. Stanislav, you wake up. And Harrison's not in the room because you're worried about about Harrison. You hear out in the hall uh, someone speaking with one of the nuns, right, in Polish. And so you open the door and look out and you see Harrison speaking in Polish. And at your first, you were, to your ear, you were like, oh, that's just someone else. Let me see if they've seen Harrison around. And you realize it's Harrison speaking it that well. Brigida, I I see it now. I see it now. It'll take me a little time. I have some things to do first. But I have to get this man home. Chris, what is Harrison saying to this nun? He's asking her if she have heard of any um, Americans that have made the trip to Germany. I've heard of Americans intending to do so. I know... um, there was people that have spoken of a uh, radio broadcast uh, that they have heard. Um, th- that is all I know. I mean, I've heard rumors of it, just like everything else around is rumors. But uh, yes, I have heard of, of this, of people planning trips to, to Bremerhaven. Do, do, do you know if anybody actually le- left and did it? Or, or are, are there plans? As I said, the lines of communication aren't like they used to be, so any kind of word coming back of anyone actually making it, we wouldn't have. There's no phone lines up. Do you know where I I might be able to find these uh, information on people who may have tried? Would I have to go to, like, the 
the the U.S. What what would you call it? Con- consulate that that's supposed to be here somewhere? Uh, perhaps they they might have information on it. I'm I'm not sure. I I don't know offhand. M- much obliged. Thank you for talking to me. No, oh, thank you, thank you. What and why? Why are you trying to head to America? Do you have family there? That that's where I'm from. What? Oh, you put your accent. Your parents must be from here then, no? No, I, Mr. Stan over there, it, the the guy I was with, he he's an excellent teacher. Oh, he must be. He must be. Very good. Very good. I can hear it now, but very good. Have a nice day, my son. Well, thank you, ma'am. And she walks off. Hey, Mr. Stan. Stanislav has just been staring at him, watching this conversation. And he goes, you know, Harrison, hello. From now on, we are going to increase your teaching even more, okay? From now on, whenever we talk, I'm going to speak to you in Polish. Is that okay? Chris, you now have to use an American accent when you're speaking Polish. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know how that works. (laughs) No, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. But it just alleviates me from using the Polish accent. His his southern drawl gets worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I would like that, Miss Miss Stan. You've been been doing a good job teaching me. And and that woman said I picked up on it pretty quickly. She thought I was local. I did hear that. I heard that. No, um, and your progress is fantastic. Your pronunciation is almost perfect. You're doing really good. Um, So yeah, from now on, if you're okay with it, we'll just speak to each other in Polish. So that way it gives you that practice and, and you just develop that skill even more. And also, as long as we're speaking to each other in Polish, if we come across any of Shepard's flock, they're not going to think that you're an American because your Polish is is much better. And, and they would think you're an American if we're speaking to each other in English. So this is going to hide your cover much better. Also, we need to change your clothes. We need to get you different clothes. Maybe trade that uniform for some some um, civilian clothes. I, I like that idea all the way around. I, that that'll help me uh, learn learn to speak better. And I I don't I don't want to wear a uniform. No, I don't want to wear no uniform ever again. I get it. I understand. So, um. Ref, mm-hmm. how did we get into the city, and how long can we stay in the city without joining a labor camp? Here's the thing. Technically, you don't have papers. Okay. They let you in. Because we bought our way in. You bribed your way in. Gotcha. So they don't, like, issue papers there. You know what I mean? Okay. So you could stay as long as no one asks you for your papers. Deal. Now, from the scuttlebutt, what happens to people that don't have papers? Are they just escorted out, or is it a whole thing? Let's, <laughs> let's go with let's go with since this is audio format. I'm going to say words instead of just that nod that I did. Okay, it's, let's go with it's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Okay. It's, I mean, you would probably be detained more than likely sure, and sure, put sure. into a forced labor camp. Noted. 
All right. What what if we both pass for Polish citizens? That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. There's a difference between being a Pole and being a citizen of Krakow. Krakow okay. is an independent city-state. I got you. I didn't know if that would grant us a little more leeway, though. Um, it, it might make them less likely to check your papers. Okay. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like, That's... they might be more willing to just kind of, like, not ask. You know? Right. Imagine if you're in a country, right, where <laughs> the authorities treat one group of people a little bit differently than other groups of people based upon how they observe them. I Just, I mean, pull it out, like. out of your imagination. <laughs> that's a really difficult one to, to pretend for a second. Like, that's the world that they're in. <laughs> well, I, I have been to Mexico, and I felt like I might have been treated a little bit differently there. You probably were. So that must be what you mean. 100%. Yeah, and that's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Us going to Mexico. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so anyway, so so yeah, you you kind of get the feel that they're less likely, probably to harass you as much. You know what I mean? When you're already in, don't start nothing, won't be nothing. Probably, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so I'm going to say we've kind of moved forward enough. We cut back over to Emmett at the house. The kids inside, people behind him with machine guns. Uh, farmers inside. They had just shot at the window, suppressed the kid. Emmett ran up to the porch. Uh, with your back to the house, facing back out, and you saw the four of them shooting up at the house, and they're, like, flanking out, trying to move into, like, better positions on the house. So one of them starts coming up to the front door, and another one's got the gun pointed at Emmett, hones it on Emmett. He's like, don't try anything funny. Uh, Emmett will just uh, stay at the house, back up against it and his hands kind of still up he just knew that that uh, young boy would not hesitate to shoot him so he was getting out of the the fire for that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I totally expected Brian to try something funny there like literally say something funny but never mind <laughs> right <laughs> that was the funny part is I knew you were you were trying to lob me a softball and I just let it go <laughs> Anyway, so this guy tries to, like, kick the door open. And, um, yeah, so he, boom, kicks the door open. He comes into the front of the house, and you see Mr. Jablonski. You're on the ground because he had, you'd been hit. You're not completely unconscious, but you're out. Like, you're dazed, right? And you see this guy come in with an AKM, and another one comes in behind him. And the other one was on the porch with you. Emmett starts, like, like go, go inside, go inside. So is there still a guy with a gun trained on me, then? Yes, he's the one telling you to go inside. Okay. Like, he's now moved so that he would be behind you going into the door. Okay, so he's basically escorting me into the house? Yep. Could I try and... Uh, uh, that's my friend on the floor there. Could I, could, I, could I aid him? Can I see if he's okay? Go ahead. I will, I will check on... I will kneel down beside him then and check on him. Okay. So you hear... To, 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 to going up the stairs you see like now the other the third one was coming in the back door that had already been busted in and uh, one of them's clearing the bottom floor and the other one's going up the stairs Emmett how did you do on that first aid roll uh, okay we're going medical aid mm-hmm 
four and a three, so nothing. Do you want to push it? Yes, I do. Just for you, Kyle. That's my boy. An eight and a two. One success. You reduce the amount of damage you have by one. Is what what you do. Four out of five. Okay. Now, you can, just so you know, for future reference, because I don't know where you were to start with, you can take more damage than your capacity. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember saying that. Yeah. It's crits that'll kill you. Right, right. But the reason why that matters is because, like, for example, if you had taken six damage and your capacity was four and he healed you for one, you would still be above and incapacitated. Okay. Kind of a cool way of doing it. That also means that, like, if you get incapacitated, it takes time for it to heal up. All right, so you hear that, like I said, you hear the footsteps going up. Emmett, you were treating him. Uh, do you say anything to him in this moment? And you have one guy still right there with the two of you, AKM pointed down at you. Hey, 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 you all right? You all right? Ugh, kids nowadays. <laughs> Who's your friends? Uh, friends is a, a, a term best used loosely right now. Um, I just need to know that you're not dying on me. I, I don't know what's what's about to happen here, but there is uh, four guys, not including whoever else is still in this house. Well, I cannot predict the future, but I'm alive for now. From upstairs, you hear, boom! Then you hear, Poor kid. Silence. And those two guys come back downstairs. And you hear them speaking to each other uh, in what sounds maybe like Russian. Uh, Well, wait, you're Polish, right? Uh, Yes. Polish farmer. Do you think he speaks Russian? No, not a chance. Okay. Actually, I have an well, I have an A in intelligence. Luck roll. Well, roll. Well, no, no, no. I'm gonna. It's something different. Is why I'm saying this. Roll. Roll me an intelligence roll. Uh, one success. Okay. You know they're not speaking Polish. Mm-hmm. But you also know they're not speaking Russian, right? It's definitely still another like Eastern European language. But they're not like Russian, Russian. Gotcha. Yeah. Again, my hands are still kind of up. I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of nervous. Uh, gentlemen, what, what brings you to my country? They look over at you, and they're like, they kind of like laugh, and uh, the the one guy still has the rifle pointed at you, and the two of them are standing there talking, and they just kind of like, we'll get to you in a second. And then they, the other one's like looking around the house. Um, I would like to say that Emmett needs to take a coolness under fire check to not take stress as his stomach basically hits the floor, knowing that he also saw a little girl and the other, the, the, the boy who was 14 Mm -hmm. and knowing that one or both are probably deceased. There were three kids in the house. Well, I only knew of two, for sure. But one or both of them are probably taken care of, so 
I, I feel like Emma should probably have to at least roll for stress. See if he can keep it together. Okay. I'm fine with that. Go ahead and roll your coolness under fire. Uh, a three and a one. So Emmett okay. is taking a point of stress. Yep. You see the one guy that was searching the house comes back down and uh, he has the body of the kid that had the shotgun and takes him outside, out the back door and puts it outside and closes the back door. This house in here, like I said, is a little different. There actually is furniture and shit in this one. It's not a lot of stuff, but you can tell that people had been living here. And uh, yeah, so he he like pushes a table up against the back door and they kind of close the front door to the best they can um, with it. And the other guy's like in the kitchen and he's like pulling out like food from like the pantry and shit like that. He yells back something else in this other language uh, to the other guys. And the one guy looks back over and says something back to him. And the one guy looks back over at you, Mr. Jablonski, and says... You asked earlier why we were in your country. It was because we were brought here and left here. And now we make best out of a shitty situation. No? Well, it seems to be a lot of that going around. You and me both, brother. We have noticed that there is advantages in numbers. Uh, sometimes it's uh, sustaining and continuing those numbers that becomes more difficult as time goes on. It does, it does. We were heading, I can't remember what direction we were heading. We were heading in the north direction to visit a friend when we ran in through this house and were unable to... We hit an impasse with the, the people here and just trying to kind of head on our merry way. We have absolutely nothing on us. The, the one pistol is the only thing that we had. Um, so, we mean you no harm. Hmm. Tell you what, I'll give you an option. Two options. Make it fun. You can join us if you would like. As I said, that there is safety in numbers. We help you, you help us. Obviously, your your friend here is good with weapons. You know the local area. So. And option number two? We let you go. Before you decide, I know how to help you make this decision. And he says something in this language again, and they bring in one of the kids. Jeez. And they're like, this is real fucked up, by the way. Mm-hmm. As long as you realize how terrible you are. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate a certain amount of realism and how awful the world is. I just like that terrible. we finally hit a point that made Adam wince at his own terribleness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's aware of how bad he's about to make this. Uh, he, he is. He is very aware. Oh, God, it's so brutal. All right, I'll shut up now. Okay. If you would like to join us, all it takes is get rid of this one, since obviously you have no trouble 
killing children. Or you can leave. You'd have been here about five minutes before. You know I have all kinds of trouble killing children. Your choice. We're not we're not child killers. We were we were just simply trying to defend ourselves. We were passing through. They opened up on us. They didn't leave us much choice. We tried to walk away and they shot, so if you're looking for brutal conquerors, you have the wrong people. Not looking for conquerors, just people who are willing to do what they need to do to survive. Well, as I said, world is different now. And now we know. This side of heaven, I'm still not killing a child that ain't trying to kill me. I'm aware. I, I understood your uh, your answer. You may leave now. I will grab the hand of the child. No, you are not taking this child with you. Fair enough, then I start heading towards my friend's house in the northern direction. Are we still trying to scrounge, or are we just heading back and counting our losses? We got nothing now. Okay, so you start to walk out the door, is what you're saying? Yeah, they told us to leave. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you start to walk out the door start to go down the street towards your friend's place and you hear a voice behind you you hear them talking whatever and you look back and you see that AKM in the hand of the kid now and he's pointing at you the two of you <laughs> and he opens up so uh, tell you what that's how I'm going to do it roll, roll mobility both of you no successes. Is it pushable? Sure. One success. Okay. Brian. Hold on, I'm trying to do the math to make sure I'm all the way down like I'm supposed to be. <laughs> One, two, three, minus four. Negatives, crap. Yeah, I've still got minus four from the burns for mobility. So it's going to be... It's going to just be a D6. Three. Okay. So you both take off, start trying to run, and you hear it behind you here. As you look back and you see this kid that had the AKM starts just shooting down your direction. And he's got this like blank look on his face. I'm assuming you take off running, basically, right? Yeah. And I rolled no successes. I kind of turned that into an opposed roll because I thought that was a much more cooler, dramatic way to do it. And that kid rolled for shit. <laughs> but, you know, that makes sense. And we cut away. Murphy, we see you sitting on the porch. And as I said before, to the, to the east, you see um, the black smoke rising. And from that direction, you see a man running down the road, coming f away from the smoke. He's wearing priest's clothes. He's dressed as a priest but you recognize him. You've seen him before, right? But he wasn't a fucking priest. This was a guy that was in the POW camp with you named Rogers, right? And you see him in like priest clothes running down the street and you're like, holy fuck. And the reason why you're like, holy fuck is this guy like 
Yuri let him go because he helped him out so much in the POW camp. And you see this guy just fucking running down the road. Does he see me? Yes. He sees you, he stops and freezes in place. Oh, you've got bandages on you, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking even better. So he sees you sitting there. He's like, help, help, help. And he's coming running straight to the house. No help for you here, Rogers. Wh- what? What'd you say? No help for you here, Rogers. Keep moving. He kind of squints and looks at you and he says, Murphy? We cut back into Krakow. And um, what all is your guys' plan to do now at this point? Harrison. Wait, I'm sorry. Harrison. <laughs> I think... All right, we're, we can't rely on the church's goodwill forever, right? We have, to, we have to make do on our own, right? So I'm thinking I have some decent skills that if we can find a mechanic or maybe a radio shop or anyone that I can sell services to that we can make some money or at least we can barter... You know, I can, I can work and you can work. We, we can work together to, to try to gain the, the materials that we need to get to Brimmerhaven. Also, it'll help us give, provide an opportunity to, to gain information that we need to get there. Right. I, I, I like that idea. It, it, it'd be nice to be doing something other than shooting at people getting shot at and some something kind of normal would be great but i I gotta get out of these clothes this stupid uniform yeah we need that's that's our first priority is we need to get we need to trade you some clothes to to get you into some civilian clothes but i think yeah i i think we can work this out i'm gonna um Let's let's take a walk around town, and as long as we don't, we gotta we gotta get you out of those clothes as soon as possible, and into some civilian clothes. I I wish there was a farm we could go work at. The, there might be a lost and found, or maybe maybe something in the church that we could trade. Maybe they would have supplies. Fingers crossed. Hoping the, the ref would be nice enough to let us trade clothes, or persuasion, or whatever. Um, sure. You want to try to change trade clothes, basically? Yeah. yeah. Like trade the American uniform for something? Yeah. Yeah. Just to get regular plain old Just for civvies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So you're going to trade Harrison's uniform mm-hmm. to somebody else there in the black market for normal clothes or whatever. Somehow. Basically, is what you're saying. Some way. Yeah. I mean, okay. legitimate. If at first, yeah, or we prefer not black market. We prefer you know like what? some kind of. You know what, Stanislav's going to be like. You stay here at the church. I'm going to go see if I can work for a little bit and find you some clothes. Okay, you stay here. Keep your head down. And I'm going to go work. I wasn't trying to deter you from trading. The no, 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 no. I was just 
No, I, I, you, no. <laughs> you did, though. <laughs> no, no, let's go back to the other thing, because that, that's actually way more exciting. I Well, yeah, maybe, but also... That lends itself to some cooler story later. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but it also doesn't make sense. I, I think... Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense that Stanislav would want to take that kind of risk. Like, he's not going to immediately go from, like, we need to find some clothes. Black market. Like, that's... Well, I, what I'm, when I say black market, I was joking in the sense of, like, people that would want a uniform okay, of well, some sort of military, but whatever. Sure, 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 sure. We're yeah. already on edge at this yeah, point. Like, your players are constantly paranoid. So, you being like, black market, not helpful. <laughs> Well, that wasn't even what I meant. I meant like the people that would be interested in an American uniform, be like, "Oh yes, I take American uniform for sure." <laughs> yeah, that was more where I was going with my brain. But yeah, yeah, I, I think. Tell you what, roll me a roll me a persuasion roll to see if we can find you some clothes for Harrison. Okay, we'll just go with that. Nope. Um, Stanislav is gonna go to work then and tell Harrison to lay low. He's gonna try to buy some clothes for him. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's he's gonna essentially try to trade labor for clothing. Okay, okay. I, I stay in the room and, and, and read that book and work on my my, my Polish. Yeah, you keep studying, and then um, when I get back, we can we can go over it a little bit better. I'll, and I'll I'll try to gather some information I can about getting to Bremerhaven. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll be back as soon as I can find some work to to. To get us some supplies. We're going to do this a fast forward way. Roll me a tech roll. And we'll consider this like a shift work of. Can I, uh, for, can I include my mechanic or electrician specialties? Sure. One, right. one or the other. Not both. Deal. It comes out the same either way. That's a 12 and a six. Okay. So three success. I'm going to say you were able to get some work, work for some people enough that you can get some civvies. Some passable civvies for Harrison. Awesome. Yeah, all he needs yeah. is, like, some pants and a shirt, you know? He, he can keep his boots. I bet ones that also don't make him look like an American either, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're not great clothes. They're they're clothes. Like, everything's kind of, you know... Wait, how many successes did you get? Three. And two days worth of rations. What? But you're able to get Deal. enough to get that. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're splitting those one and one. Deal. Since you all haven't eaten yet today. Uh, you know, I'm going to burn that one. <laughs> so I'll just eat that one. So we cut back over to Emmett and uh, Mr. Jablonski. And you guys were running towards the Junkers place. Yuri was the name you gave him, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So you're running towards there. And you can still hear, like, occasionally gunshots behind you. Like, blah, blah, blah. They'll, like, skip through the dirt as you're running towards it. Like, they didn't just shoot and, like, let you run off. Like, they were shooting at you, and I just decided to do it all as one, like, a post-roll. So, but they were still kind of following you. Unless you want to try to, like, recon lose them. Just running. Okay. All right. Then roll me mobility. Whoever has the lowest one. That'd be me. I only get one dice for this after all the burns. Uh, that's a five, so no. Okay. So you hear the um, gunshots still behind you, but you guys finally do make it to the Junkers. And I'm assuming you're going to try to hide in there somewhere? Yes. So tell me what that looks like. You guys describe it. So we get to the place at the end, and it is uh, kind of a junkyard. There's 
kind of improvised walls and stuff, and we just kind of try to duck down behind things. Anything we can do to to pick a direction that maybe they wouldn't be able to follow, zig inside and outside of stuff, keeping low as much as we can. So as you are, you're going by at this one point. You go by this car that's like it's. I mean, it's junked. It's like smashed and shit like that. Uh, and it's like underneath a whole bunch of other stuff. But as you walk by it, you see that same blonde girl that was in the house before, like hiding in this car. <laughs> Jesus. Your brothers are crazy. No, um, what do you do? Uh, let's see. It would be more of a just a finger over the mouth. Stay put, and we're gonna still try and find somewhere to hide. Okay. All right. Roll me a recon roll. Give yourself a plus two for the terrain. Recon plus two. Mm-hmm. Wait, who's rolling it? Is it me or him? It would be whoever the lowest is. What do you got, Kyle? I am an A and a D. Okay, well then it's definitely still me since it's a C and a D. It would be a mm-hmm. B and a C when it's done. And it's an active roll too, so you can push it. Uh, One success. Nine and a two. And not only is it an active roll, Recon, but it's also an opposed roll. An opposed roll against them. So you're opposing against their roll. So with that nine and a two, would you like to push that roll? Mm. Not knowing what I just rolled. Right. <laughs> of course. Um, yes. I will re-roll the two. It's a three. Okay. He did get better. It did get better. Not better enough. (laughs) (laughs) Not better enough to get another success. All right. So you start to see them walking through the junkyard. At this point, it's just the the men that are walking through, the adults, and they're kind of like patrolling through. And you can see them walk by. They got the AKMs up. They're like patrolling. They're looking around. We cut back over to Murphy. Oh, come on! (laughs) With... Rogers and Rogers looks at you and he's like look Murph you can have whatever against me but that shepherd's flock coming right behind me right now 